happiness is our own nature. It is our birthright. But it is because of our ignorance of the Atma, our higher self, that we keep searching for that happiness in our experiences of the world external to us. We struggle in this world and without the knowledge of who am I and the knowledge of the world and understanding of action and its results and how we should do our actions in this world for as long as we live in this world we respond we have to be active whether it is fulfilling our needs doing our duties etc we have to act but a proper understanding of with what attitude for what purpose how and what actions should be done when the proper understanding is there then we do not breed as a consequence of our actions stress agitations sorrow and the compulsion to keep on acting and for that take birth after birth and therefore remain in the bondage of action. So the causes of our sorrow have to be removed. We have to let go of the causes of our sorrow. Therefore it was said gain knowledge of yourself gain knowledge of how to act in this world yet we are not ready to let go and two mighty forces that are the causes of our misery our regrets we are not ready to let go of them and now Bhagwan says, how here in this life itself we can live happily if these two forces we learn to manage and eventually master. And what are they? Bhagwan says, Shaknoti Yaivaya Sodum Praksharira Vimokshanat Kama Krodod Bhavam Vegam Sayukta Sasukhi Naraha Bhagwan says Sayukta Sasukhi Naraha such a person is a person who is integrated, 
one who is united with his true nature integrated which means whose mind and intellect head and the heart work together and therefore such an equipment has the capacity of insight of intuition and such a person can in every situation discover this happiness and therefore such a person who is a yukta is a sukhi naraha is a happy person who ihaiva yah ihaiva one who yer itself praksharira vimokshanat who even before leaving this body being freed from this body means before death in life itself is able to withstand what kama krodha udbhavam vegam that force that impulse that pressure that compulsion that happens when there is kama lust and the word lust is not just attraction between people an obsessive desire to possess and enjoy and an object with the hope of getting permanent happiness from it and without which i feel i am not going to be happy that delusory desire that creates that attachment to that object that desire which is obsessive born of our own imagination and brooding that some object can give me happiness then even though it's impermanent it will give me permanent happiness and it will ever remain with me fulfilling me and the notion that without it i will be miserable before that desire arose you were probably happily enjoying but when this notion comes in our mind and that desire becomes so intense it drives us even to the extent of not doing any action wrongly but to even commit a crime and whenever there is an obstacle or whatever becomes an obstacle or whoever becomes an obstacle including a person who is our well-wisher and we see that person as a threat in attaining the object of our desire towards that the force with which we have the impact with that person or that thing burst itself 
into the explosive anger. And these two mighty agitating the mind disturb the balance of the mind and not only disturbs the balance of the mind it also creates an imbalance even in your physical body and the toxicity that rises in that body sometimes it might take days or even years to get over that tremor, that imbalance that has been caused by lust and anger. Desires will rise in the mind because of our past identification, likes, dislikes. But when we keep on brooding over those thoughts, it becomes calmer. And when we feel anything to be an obstacle or a threat to us in gaining our desire, we have an impact and there's an explosion of anger. And the moment anger arises, instantly there is delusion. In fact, in the second chapter, Bhagwan has given the ladder of fall. When we brood over objects, imagining the pleasures that we can get out of it, the happiness that we can get out of it, desire is born. The desire intensifies to become karma. And karma transforms itself only to anger. And where there is anger, there is delusion, moha. And where there is delusion, there is loss of memory. Who is our friend? Who is our well-wisher? A person who might be flattering you or leading you into addictions or taking you to a wrong path or for their own selfish motive, instigating you, becomes a friend. And your dear and near ones, even parents, teacher, guru, becomes an enemy and we forget all that we need to be grateful for from them. And such a person loses his or her discrimination and balance and can behave worse than wild animal. And we know the impact of anger. But the saving factor is and the psychology that Sri Krishna points out. He says, Kama Krodot Bhavam Vegam. When lust intensifies in our mind, therefore prevention is better than cure. Use your discrimination to understand why we need that object of desire do we really need it? Do I really have to depend upon it? Through reasoning. But when the desire has come for that golden deer, everything at a distance appears golden, even though it's fleeting like the deer. 
but even a Sita wants it. And when that desire comes in, you have to get it at all cost. And we deprive ourselves of our own peace and balance, which already starts creating agitations, anxieties and sorrows in our mind. And when we don't get what we want, that anger that comes forth, yeah, we lose our discrimination, behave be against our own nature, against our own ideals, against our own principles, against even the people whom we claim to love. And anger is not only destructive, towards others, but anger burns us, destroys us before it destroys anybody else. Pranashati. But these two forces have their moment of impulse. When they rise, they are very strong, whether it is lust or whether it is anger. When it rises, one who has the inner strength of forbearance and that when we have that in the external circumstances of life and we have developed that strength within us, when we have devotion for a greater goal or ideal or even for the Supreme Lord, when that vega, when that impulse comes, even anger when it comes, if at that moment you can bear that impulse and hold yourself back, it is suppression if you keep on brooding over it, revengeful in your mind, brooding over the object of your desire and revengeful towards the person or object of your anger. When that is there in the mind, then that anger or that desire is suppressed, which has its other negative effects. It keeps you miserable if you hold on to the anger and also the expectation of fulfilling that particular desire and therefore creates that sorrow in you. And we are not ready to let go the very cause of our sorrow. It requires intelligence, discrimination, and inner spiritual strength, faith and devotion. And if you are able to bear that impact at that time, just as when you want to just compulsively, you feel a compulsion to buy this object, however unaffordable it might be, if you are able for that time, to turn away from there and postpone it. Maybe I will think over it and buy it tomorrow. You can discriminate and ask yourself, do I really need it? Yeah. 
does my happiness depend upon it for what reason do i want to struggle to spend so much or to spend my energy not only money maybe just to show off to someone is it really worth it you can sit and discriminate and see the pratipaksha bhavna the opposite side of it and to some extent you can with discrimination hold back by harming your or hold back and stop harming yourself agitating yourself as well as creating agitation or harm to others even anger when it arises if at that moment you get out of that situation how do you manage it get out of that situation hold on to something that will calm your mind whether it is the name of the lord that you have practiced a mantra that you have practiced anger is there but postpone it get out of that situation the moment you calm yourself down your discrimination will work and you will see whether that anger is justified or not and even if that anger out of your well wisher like a parents towards the child is there for the well being of the child there is difference in getting angry and showing anger to correct someone in one you will harm and hurt the other and regret it later and if not regret it be revengeful later while sometimes as a leader as a parent as a teacher you may have to scold you may have to show anger but even there if that anger is not in your control you land up harming the person rather than helping the person and therefore krishna teaches us here how to manage the desire and anger not that it will not arise there may be occasions where it will arise but if we are able initially to bear calm our mind and then able to discriminate we will be able to rise about that desire and anger eventually to be free of it and remember they are the cause of our sorrow and if we can live our life without this compulsion of desire and anger life is beautiful in fact moment to moment everything appears wonderful it is not that transcendental bliss life itself relationships itself even our enjoyment of what we have becomes more enriched rather than always craving for that which we don't have 
here is the secret of how to live our life happily. And Krishna's instruction is, be happy. Then only we can spread happiness around us. And therefore, Gurudev gave the motto of the mission, Chinmaya mission, maximum happiness to maximum people for the maximum time. And if you give happiness to people around, there is love. And if there's happiness around us, we also experience happiness. So even in the world of experience, we can be happy if we are able to bring these two mighty forces in our mastery and if not completely under our mastery, we know the secret of how to manage these two forces. Take an incident in your life or anything that you are facing right now, a suppressed desire or a strong desire or a revengeful thought or thoughts of anger still brooding in the mind and see how it gives you agitations and sorrow. If you can't do anything about it, just let go. Why suffer even for the wrongdoings of others? Do not hold on to this anger. Gracefully, let go of it. And you find instantly there is peace and happiness. And this, Bhagwan says, you have to want to do it. You have to put in the effort. And therefore, Bhagwan says, with all the teachings of love that he has given, and all the support that Bhagwan and Guru gives. Still, if you want to lift yourself, even a child who is reluctant to be lifted, such a child, it will be very difficult to pick up that child. And the child becomes so heavy, so stubborn. Even if you want God or Guru to help you, you must want to help yourself and give yourself that lift. Remaining, yes, the Lord will do. But don't sit back and wait for God or Guru to do it. Therefore, one of the most inspiring instructions by Krishna is, Uddhared Atmanatmanam Natmanam Avasadaye Atmaiva Hyatmano Banduhu Atmaiva Ripuratmanaha Uddhared Atmanatmanam Lift yourself by yourself. Lift yourself from what? From this present st state of agitation this present state of sorrow, this present state of helplessness, lack of confidence, this state of doubt, lack of faith in this knowledge. Don't sit back in this miserable condition. Lift yourself by yourself. 
उद्धरेद आत्मनात्मानम न आत्मानम अवसादयेत हैविंग लिफ्टेड योरसेल्फ इवन इन लाइफ व्हेन वी हैव प्रोग्रेस्ड इन लाइफ डोंट अलाउ योरसेल्फ टू डिक्लाइन टू फॉल डाउन अगेन लेट नॉट योर इंस्पिरेशन डिक्लाइन नेट नॉट योर एंथुजियाजम डिक्लाइन Keep yourself uplifted. Na atmanam avasadeyet. Another beautiful meaning of this is: don't sit back and think, "What can I do?" You do what you can do. And na atmanam avasadeyet. Don't think low of yourself. You will keep yourself. in the lowly condition do not think that you are incapable na atmanam avasadeyi don't look down upon yourself and that way you will not look down upon others and their capabilities you might think that they are disabled they're just differently able and so are we न आत्मा अवसादयेत एंड इन डिस्कवरिंग योर केपेबिलिटीज देर इज नो प्राइड एंड आरगेंस बिकॉज देन यू पुट इन योर एफर्ट टू कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट टू द वर्ल्ड एंड इन योर ओन प्रोग्रेस एंड आर ग्रेटफुल फॉर वॉट यू हैव डिस्कवर्ड विद इन योर सेल्फ और द कॉन्फिडेंस that the guru has given you god has given you na atmanam avasadayet do not underestimate yourself don't look down upon yourself and bhagwan says that atmaivahi atmano badduhu you yourself are your best friends friend and atmaiva रिपुरात्मन यू योर सेल्फ आर योर एनमी द वन हु वॉन्ट्स टू लिफ्ट हिमसेल्फ द सेल्फ बिकम्स हिज फ्रेंड यू बिकम योर फ्रेंड ऑफ योर सेल्फ एंड वन हु फाइंड वेज टू क्रिएट मिजरी फॉर हिमसेल्फ एंड वॉन्ट्स टू रिमेन देर हेल्पलेस such a person is one's own enemy and bhagwan goes to tell and in simple words one who has mastered his or her equipments and one who has mastered his or her mind such a person is not the victim of life circumstances but a master of all situations manjite jagjit one who has thus conquered his or her mind tamed his or her mind tuned his or her mind that mind becomes your best friend and 
you have done the best for yourself. Outside friend becomes the cause of your attachment and dependence. Who can be your best friend? Who makes you realize that you are independent to be happy? Thus you become your best friend and you yourself become your enemy when your mind full of these negativities is allowed to pull you into these lower abysses of misery and sorrow. Thus, win the mind, win the world. Make your mind such that such a mind is conducive to you, not the one which enslaves you. What a beautiful instruction. And Krishna goes to point out how to master this mind and be not a master of the world as a conqueror of the world, causing harm and disaster to the property, land and people. There's no greatness in that. But a person who is the master in this world, one who can give happiness and is looked up by people. At the same time, no life circumstances can defeat such a victorious person who has won victory over his or her mind. You are your best friend. You are your own enemy. Master your mind. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.